0: Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Waterminder. Leading off today, the launch of the M3 MacBook Pro has reignited a long standing debate over Apple's memory tiers and pricing. This time around, the most controversial decision is the new entry level MacBook Pro, which starts with only 8GB of unified memory just like the MacBook Air. To upgrade from 8GB to 16GB, Apple charges an extra $200, raising the starting price of the base MacBook Pro from $1,600 to $1,800. But Apple, unsurprisingly, doesn't think this is a very big deal. In an interview this week about the new M3 MacBook lineup, Apple's product marketing lead, Bob Borchers, argued that 8GB of RAM in a Mac is equivalent to 16GB in a PC. Borcher said, quote, Comparing our memory to other systems' memory actually isn't equivalent because of the fact that we have such an efficient use of memory, and we use memory compression, and we have a unified memory architecture. 8GB on an M3 MacBook Pro is probably analogous to 16GB on other systems, we just happen to be able to use it more efficiently. But still, Apple's decision to use 8GB in the M3 MacBook Pro has proven to be controversial and was one of the sticking points of many of the early reviews of the machine, but whether or not it's something actual users care about is up to each particular use case. In other news today, Apple is out with a round of bug fix updates for all of its platforms. Starting off, we have iOS 17.1.1 for iPhone, which Apple says includes two important bug fixes. First, the update fixes an issue where, in certain circumstances, Apple Pay and other NFC features could become unavailable on iPhone 15 models after wireless charging in certain cars. And second, Apple says iOS 17.1.1 fixes an issue where the weather lock screen widget might not correctly display snow. HomePod software 17.1.1 is also available, and Apple says it fixes an issue where some HomePod speakers could respond slowly or fail to complete Siri requests. macOS Sonoma 14.1.1 is also now available, and the expectation is that this update fixes the issues affecting Sonoma updates on the M3 iMac and MacBook Pro, as we talked about yesterday. And rounding out this round of software updates is watchOS 10.1.1, which fixes the battery drain problem that we talked about for Apple Watch users on Monday. All of these new software updates are rolling out now and can be installed on your iPhone, iPad, Mac, Apple TV, Apple Watch, and HomePod starting today. We are sponsored this week by WaterMinder, the all-around water tracker app that helps you stay hydrated all day, every day. Waterminder makes it easy to achieve your hydration goals with dedicated tracking apps for iPhone, iPad, Mac, and even the Apple Watch. Based on your body weight or your personal goal, Waterminder will remind you to drink water to reach your daily goals. By seeing current water fill visually and in percents, you'll instantly know how well you're hydrated and how close you are to your daily goal. Waterminder supports all of the latest platform features, including an all new Apple Watch app for WatchOS 10, interactive home screen widgets, lock screen widgets, standby support on iPhone, and so much more. Get started with Waterminder today for free on the App Store by using the link in the show notes below. My thanks to Waterminder for their support of 9 to 5 Mac Daily, tracking your daily water intake made easy with Waterminder. Running out today, Bloomberg reports that Apple is doubling down on its efforts to improve the overall software quality of iOS, macOS, and watchOS. In fact, the story says that Apple hit pause on development of new features for iOS 18, macOS 15, and watchOS 11 last week to work on fixing bugs. Bloomberg explains that Apple completed the first version of next year's iOS 18, macOS 15, and watchOS 11 releases last month, and reviewing that update, teams found an abnormal number of bugs. The company is worried that its latest round of development for next year's updates hasn't gone as smoothly as it would like. The versions of next year's software updates completed last week would be considered the first milestone release for those operating systems. Normally, Apple engineers would then immediately begin work on the second milestone, continuing to add new features and make changes. But this year, executives in charge of Apple's software development efforts told teams to halt all new feature development for one week to work on fixing the bugs. So this means Apple delayed the start of work on the second milestone release to focus on cleaning things up. The one-week pause on new feature development was put in place last week, and it'll be lifted this week, according to Bloomberg. The story also explains how Craig Federighi, Apple's software engineering chief, has made it a priority to improve software qualities over the past few years. For instance, in 2019, Federighi overhauled the way Apple develops software using a new Feature Flags system. This system allows employee testers to isolate the impact of new features on the overall system before adding them. Federighi also emphasizes something called the PACT, which is an agreement for employees to never knowingly allow regressions and to quickly fix any mistakes that slip through the cracks. What this one-week pause on development of new features in iOS 18, macOS 15, and watchOS 11 actually means remains to be seen. Bloomberg describes the one-week pause as a rare move, but Mark Gurman says that the update will still be chock-full of new features. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter, Mastodon, or threads at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.